On this episode of Bruise on Film, we have convos about Bravo. The Netflix original, Cheer, season two. And we continue our month of films about Hollywood with 2006s for your consideration. Paired with the Big Salad Triple IPA from Burley Oak Brewing Company. So that's a fun cup you're drinking out of. Oh, thanks. My Pride Disney cup? Pride Disney? It looks like it should be a candle holder, to be completely honest. I mean, I'm sure you could probably use it as a candle holder. Um, Pride Disney, I'm getting in the mood, getting ready to, to for for the side of me that you famously hate. The <laughs> um, Disney gay? The Disney the gay. Disney adult. No, it's actually Disney adult. Yeah, the side of me that you hate, but it's fine. Um, you love me in, in all other aspects of my life. It's just this one part of me. Yeah, we can love everything about each other. <laughs> right, yeah. What's the fun in that? <laughs> um, I do think that this beer is disgusting. That's really offensive because I literally drank it and I was like, wow, I love this beer. It's exactly how I remembered it. It has such I a weird it. aftertaste to me. That might be a you issue, I feel like. I mean, probably. I, it, it, it does feel very, like, overly hoppy at all times when I'm drinking this. It's not really. I mean, it's a triple... IPA, so I think that means it is literally, I think, hopped three times. I don't really exactly know what freaking triple IPA means. Um, but I think that it means it's hopped three times, but it's also, like, really high alcohol percentage. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, when when you texted and said, like, it's really high, I looked looked on the side, and it, I looked at the number, which we'll say, and I was like, yeah. oh, my God, <laughs> my, my dad's already asleep. What am I going to do oh. <laughs> like, like, about, about this? So... It is what it is. I'll drink this little Disney Pride cup and then be on my merry way to reading more Vin about the like, housewives. Vin's like, Mike's going to put some of that down the drain. And I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why I texted you about your dad. <laughs> yeah. If it was if it was earlier, I could have given him some, but he's already he's already tucked away. <laughs> so, um, hi, guys. Welcome back to Bruise on Film. We're, we're still uh, in the in the glorious land of, of Hollywood. We're talking films about Hollywood still. Um, it doesn't feel like we've been gone for two weeks, or it's really just been a week, right? Yeah. No, it's been two weeks by the time this episode yeah. comes out. It yeah, doesn't yeah. feel like it. No, I don't think so. Um, and We have seen, and, and all honestly, like, us, each other, have seen each other a lot. Yes, we have. In that time being. Yes, so. we spent a whole weekend together. Literally, it was amazing, gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Um, stayed up till three in the morning, chit, 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 chatting away. Um, and then Vin was our chauffeur and drove us around. Yeah. To a, to and, to and from. As it should be. (laughs) As it should be. Um, and yeah, and then we had a gorgeous dinner the other night, which was great and fun. And, oh, we went and saw Rent. Oh my God. Oh my, see, we literally, that's what I'm saying. We've literally seen so much of each other in the past two weeks. Yeah. Um, guys, we saw a touring production of Rent, which was very good. The Roger was. Not good. Not good. But um, okay, and I will even say, not not good. Like there were parts when he was singing, and I was like, okay, I hear Roger. Like I hear whoever was he was auditioning for. He sang something, and or he sang a song, and they said, okay, we hear Roger at this point part. There are some issues that we're having, mm-hmm. but I think we can work on them. They said, right. And I think unfortunately they were unable to work on them. Right. I think they said what the the best parts, the parts where we hear Roger are the parts when you're duetting with someone else yes yes um but it was it was great it was fun we got to go into that vip lounge 
in um the historic Count Basie theater. Yes. <laughs> so nice. Um and I feel like honestly, we didn't really talk housewives last time, so I feel like we should just our pop culture should just be some housewives chit chat if you're good with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um so, I think I'm pretty much caught up. I didn't watch the like literally yes is what didn't Salt Lake come out yesterday? Yeah, I watched it before I, we logged on. I didn't watch that. Um, But other than that, I'm like caught up on everything. We can also touch on like Summer House, which I can't wait to talk about. Yes, I definitely want to talk about Summer House. I feel like we should um, see the Salt Lake stuff is so interesting because the season itself, I know some people are like really divided on and say that it's like not really giving that much. I say it's giving a lot. Um, I'm enthralled with every episode. I feel like they are off the rails, cuckoo crazy. Um, Lisa Barlow I don't know what magical spell she cast on me, but now I'm all of a sudden like, yes, Lisa Bar Legend. Like, and we have and we have literally recordings of you being like, I hate her and yes. I don't like her at all. Yes, she and is now, not my favorite. She is not my people. She is not my people, but now I'm here to say she is my people because she is so messy and so great. And I don't know, I'm just kind of like really obsessed with her, um, which I guess leads to like the Jenny of it all. So, yes. So like... Did you, oh, did you watch... The, the interview with her on Watch What Happens Live and um, Andy asked her about it. Lisa. Yes. Um, yes. So this is what I, this is part of like it is that I think the information came out like early last week, right? Like there were like rumblings of these posts and then like as the week went on it started to pick up more and more traction and like the, the racist posts, um, guys, fully racist posts yeah. Um, that she was uh sharing in the midst of the height of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. as as well as some really bad stuff about the vaccine, some bad stuff about COVID, um, really bad stuff that was happening then. Uh these posts that she reposted were unearthed and um really There were Facebook posts too, they were right? Facebook posts, yeah. So really really bad I, so so it's really uh, the interesting thing is that you know to to really repost a Facebook post you're really clicking down on that button really hard on a on a to like and hitting like repost. Like it's not like a like a like a Twitter thing where like you can accidentally hit retweet. Like a Facebook repost that's like you're really taking the time to like repost that shit. Um, yeah, and I mean, but also, I think it also kind of makes you look back and think, okay, whatever the time it was of 2020, I remember somewhere like even December 2020, also like May 2020, like all, right around like the midst of the pandemic. You think back, Jenny was just a person. Yeah. She wasn't a housewife at that Correct. point. She wasn't anything. Correct. So she never thought that anything would be unearthed like that. Right. But like, it's just so interesting to like look back and also like to be completely honest, I feel like at this point we've had social media for so long, like the production or like whatever should do their due diligence. Right. Well, that's like the big question is like, what is the background check to be a housewife? I like don't understand. And I understand that like most of these women, right. That we watch on Bravo, they are more right leaning like maybe more so now people who are a little bit more to the left and a little bit more I think it depends on your um I think it depends on the franchise. Uh 
I don't know. I feel like I feel like a majority of the women on all the franchises probably are like a little bit more right than okay. Um, I I think I think that like younger housewives are probably a little bit more yes. left leaning. Um, but it's it it is interesting just because what um what happened on Twitter and on social media was immediately they wanted Jenny's head, which I completely understand. I also want, I, I saw them and I said, okay, well, she's done. Like, she's fired. Like, like she's not coming back for season three. They yeah. are, they started filming season three, I think, like, uh, like I think they're only, like, two weeks into filming season three. Um, they just shot the reunion. So, like, in my head, I was like, okay, cool. So, like, we'll, we will see them react to, like, finding out this information, then Jenny will be done. Like, she's not It'll gonna... be, they'll phase her out, like, or they'll, or they'll do something, like, did you, oh, can we also... At, after Housewives, after Bravo, just like quickly touch upon cheer. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but I was gonna say like how they did for Sherry Pie, how they did actually right. for cheer, they like really they cut they addressed Jerry. it head on. Yep. And then I, I it, it's interesting. I think we can talk about how they did it. Yes. But um, I think that they could as soon as like she can be in it, and then as soon as on the thing, like two whatever, we'll get two weeks of episodes of her right. vaguely in them. Right. Super and then vaguely. once all the ladies find out, she probably will not be filming with them anymore. Correct. And I think that 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 was always my assumption of it. And it was just interesting to see everyone on social media being like, well, where is Bravo's statement? Where are the ladies statement? Where is the official announcement that she is fired? And I said, well, it's only been less than a week since yeah. since these things were found out. And I agree that like. I was expecting, like, a statement. Jenny s- sent out a really bad apology, being, like, my deactivated Facebook from years ago, and I was like, bitch, we saw you posting as recently as January 2021, like, yeah. on that Facebook, like, what are you doing? Okay, but also, like, um, but not nothing, I mean, no apology is as bad as Miss um, Miriam Cosby herself, <laughs> right, and well, where it looks like a legit invitation right. to a like a potluck party. Right. Well, I do want we can circle back to Mary. <laughs> but but I do I do find it I just found it so interesting and I and in my head I guess I was like, well they're filming, so they can't contractually talk about what the stuff is that they're filming, which I understand is frustrating because people want to see repercussions and as do I. I want to see Jenny face repercussions. I wish that this stuff had come out before they filmed the reunion so that yeah. she could have been held accountable for this stuff. And we probably would have gotten a lot more closure and a lot more less ambiguous um, talk about if she was fired or if she was not fired by the point that the reunion aired. But I I just think that, like, Bravo has to work out with the production company what is what their plan is, whether that is to, like, leave this stuff in for season three or if it's to basically be like okay well that stuff that we filmed the first two weeks we can't use so we're starting over and i think that that's what they're waiting for before they make any type of announcement or anything like that i think that they're taking way too long to figure this out and again like i don't know the business side of it but i do think that like come monday morning they should have had like some type of something where they said like you will see this addressed on season three. And then after that, like we said, like she will be out. Um, the women did eventually were able to speak. Like they basically went on Twitter and people were asking like what they thought. And they said, well, we can't talk about it. And then yeah. Jen Shaw released her statement. Um, you know, basically being like a castmate of mine made 
racial posts and I'm not okay with this and I will be having a conversation with her and then you know someone DM'd her and was like are you filming and she was like well not anymore so then people thought that Jen was fired for speaking out but Bravo has like since come forward and been like Jen is not fired yeah like you know now all the women have made statements um the other thing is that after last night's episode people were like really upset with Heather because in the episode she like kind of defended Jenny against Mary and people were like, wow, well, like, why would they even show this? And I was like, why would they, sh-? because... It was literally cut and recorded m- months ago. Months ago. Months ago. Heather does, Heather, Heather does not feel that, si- Heather does not feel the same way she feels about Jenny when they film that scene in Zion. And like, also, no offense, this happened last week. They're not, like, if they wanted to, they can really cut the stuff. But if it's not making that much difference to the storyline. So and this was also a year ago. I'm a pissed at the people who are pissed at a show that was recorded a year ago. Right. And and I That's think like, and I think people were like, "Well, what? Well, you cut Brett and Max out of Vanderpump Rules after their racist stuff. So like, why can't you cut Jenny out?" And I think that the, that the real the real issue that they can't cut Jenny out is that um like we're already at the end of the season. Like I think yeah. there's only like 3 3 episodes left, and I think that that the reason that the reunion according to people, you know, sources or whatever, was so fired up is because the women saw the all of the last, like, four episodes the night before they filmed the reunion. So, like, if you cut stuff out, then, like, maybe the stuff at the reunion wouldn't make sense. Makes I don't sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and, like, I agree that, like, she should not, like, we should not, you know, see any more of her, of her personal storyline. We should not see any more of the sister-wife stuff. Like, see as little much as, as, as little... And also, let's be completely real. Like, she wasn't giving much to the show anyway. Yeah, so I just, I just, I think that that everyone was was demanding answers when there was, like, a whole business side of of it that they needed to figure out. And again, I'm not saying that that's, like, an excuse for them not to, like, release a statement as of, like, I'm hoping by the time that this episode comes out, there is some type of clarification. Andy was on Radio Andy today and he was talking about, you know, how how he was disgusted by Jenny's posts and that, you know, he, he said, I understand and I see all of your Twitter DMs and mentions saying, like, we want her fired. We want answers. And he was saying there there's there have been ongoing discussions about this since last week. And we are trying yeah. trying to figure out, like, the best way to handle this. And to be completely honest, he's not the be-all, end-all. He can have a feeling, but he has to report to, like, a whole board. There's people above him. We may think he is the face of Bravo, like, the end-all, be-all of Bravo because he's literally the face of Bravo. But he really isn't. He's not making all of the decisions. Right. So, like, really, I mean, I'm glad that he, like, you sent me that interview thing. And I'm, like, glad that he, like, said something and everything, too. And I, like, liked that he when Lisa Barlow was on, he, like, literally asked her, like, her feelings on it. Right. And all that stuff. Um, But, again, like, he's not the one being, like, okay, he's not calling up the state. Like, you you guys programming the stuff being, like, okay, take, pull it now. Pull right. It now. Exactly. And I think. Put on, put on the holiday again. <laughs> God, put on the holiday. <laughs> and I think that. That it's just been a really bad week for Salt Lake City. Um, probably like a bad couple of, you know, since really since the reunion when Mary didn't show up, people have been like a little bit nervous about season three. Um, as much as I don't like Mary and I find her to be very scary, god damn, if she does not make me laugh out loud when I'm watching Salt Lake City, she is so fucking funny. 
that no. like no. I think she's like a big baby and I don't like seeing her on my TV. Harley, I I truly like laugh out loud like to myself like thinking of that scene when they and I was talking about it with you at at dinner and I and I still like think about it and like watch it back and laugh when that scene when Meredith and her are pulling up to the house in in <laughs> in Vale or Zion and Meredith is like what what do you think Mary and she just goes I'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it's so funny. There's a scene in this last, in the episode that aired last night where she, like, brings an omelet to to Meredith in the middle of a fight. And Lisa is like, I need to have a talk. Like, Mary, can I just finish this conversation with, with um, uh, Meredith? And Mary's like, yeah. And then she just stands there and eats her omelet. <laughs> and I don't know. I was like, she's so crazy, but it's so funny. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like she doesn't have, like, specific social cues and is a little unhinged at times, which absolutely sometimes is good, but, like, just as, like, as we know who she has become and it's been unfolded to us, I just am, like, I'm not humored by her at all. Okay. I respect, and I respect, I respect that. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like it's been a great Salt Lake City season. Yeah, I agree. I do think that there were parts where there were lulls. And I honestly, I think it is like we are really shown it's a good season when you start off the season where it's not like there's one person triumphing the whole season or you're like, wow, I love this person. They're the best the whole season. Like the beginning of the season, we were like Meredith. Meredith is doing everything. She did nothing last season. We were like, get her off the TV. Right. But now she's bringing it. She's bringing it. Yeah. And we were like, "Eh, Lisa, get her off. But now we're like, yes, Lisa. And now I'm like tired of Meredith. So I'm like, Meredith, why are you being just only friends with Mary? It makes no sense. Yeah. Can you see it? Love you, baby. I love that. Oh, my God. Where did you get that? I got it for Christmas. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> Who's calling who a fraud? Love you, baby. Bye. Baby, bye. Um, and just quickly to circle back, because you asked about the Watch What Happens Live, a lot of people were annoyed that it was like it was so quickly touched upon and it was just Andy being like, oh, what do you think about that? And then yeah. Lisa being like, oh, it's like bad. It was, pr- and she was literally just like, "I don't know, I don't know her like that." <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, even though she was the one who was like my best friend or my my friend of ten years or whatever. Um, the episode was pre recorded, so it was it was recorded to tape. Um, I think early last week. So like by the time that they had again, not to defend Bravo or anything like that, but by the time that that episode was being recorded, it hadn't blown up the way. That it, it did now. that yeah. that it did by the end of the week. So that's why, yeah. like, like the reaction and Lisa's reaction by it is like so small. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Salt Lake is good. You're not watching Orange County, right? No, but you're liking it, right? I am really liking it. There's a crazy, crazy woman on it named Noella. Oh, I know that. I so I've been listening to the Bravo docket. Shout them out. Shout They're them good. Out. Oh, about like, about Sweet James. Well, yes, if you're interested in anything like any all basically all the legal happenings in any of the Bravo shows they kind of go over. Um, they're two lawyers. It's really it's pretty good. I like listen to it while I work. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel smart. Um, but I list, just listened to their most recent episode with her and Sweet James and I don't like I didn't know anything about her or anything. So then I like obviously Instagram stalked her and her She's life, gorgeous. So. Absolutely yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I think I like her because she is like going up against Heather 
And I think that that's really fun to watch anyone go up against Heather. Um, I'm famously reading the Not All Diamonds and Rosé. I just finished the Roni chapter, um, and I'm moving on to the Atlanta section. Uh, so it's just been really juicy, and it's making me reappreciate Orange County as, like, the building block of the franchise that we all know and love. Um, Maybe that's what I will hop into next, because I've been feeling kind of like, at this point where I, like, am legitimately caught up on everything yeah. that I could... Except for, like, I guess I could watch the new Miami on Paramount. Oh, or is it on Paramount? I could on do Peacock. that. It's on Peacock. Peacock, whatever, whatever. It whatever. is really good. I will say it is really good. I could do that. But maybe I'll... I don't know. It's just, like, such a such a um, undertaking to really go from the beginning of... Of Orange County. Of Orange County, yeah, yeah, so... I mean, if you really wanted to, you could just probably start, like, when it actually, like, becomes, like, the housewives that we know. Because that's, what, yeah. like, you know, in the book, they were talking about how, like, it really was... And I'm eating my own words here because I called for her to be fired. But it really was Tamara who, like, kind of, like, reinvented, like, what housewives was... And, yeah. and being the person who was, like, well, instead of just, like, talking about the stuff that's, like, annoying me off camera, like, when we're not filming, I'm just going to talk about it on camera. And I'm going to, like, confront the people, ab- like, about it. Yeah. And that, like, really changed the game. Um, and then, like I, like I told you, like, getting to the sections of the book where you're hearing Vicky and Tamara talk about, like, when they were fired and, like, let go. Like, it is, like, really sad that, like, I don't know these women were kind of just like they were told that they didn't have any story left is basically like what what they were told from producers and that's just like really like tough to hear you know for people yeah, who, like, who, really like, sad, who like kind but... of built the franchise um but i also texted you an absolutely gorgeous gorgeous quote from kelly ben, ben simone who is still as batshit crazy in the book as ever i'm going to be honest with you the ro- i believe it there's no like she i'm not she lives in a different world than we do. And yeah. that's fine. Yeah. No, that but is fine. I, and I'm going to tell you that the Roni chapter, the Roni section of this book is some of the most bitter and like um delusional women that like I've ever do we read. Get, do read we get words a Jill Zarin? Yeah, or? we get it. Of course we do. Absolutely. Okay. I was going to say and if we don't she, have that. I and will... she talks about she talks about how like, she doesn't understand why she was never brought back. She doesn't understand, like, the real the real issue. She was like, everyone on that show has an ego. Everyone on that show did what I did. And I said, I was like, no, sweetie. Like, not everyone on the show was like, and there there were people, Ramona was saying it, Andy said it, that she was just, like, a nightmare to work with, like, behind the scenes. And that yeah. she, she, be, she thought she was a producer. Like, that's literally, like, what it was. But Heather Thompson comes off so bad in this book. Well, Heather Thompson hate like she is like anti there's a bunch of podcasts that she was on just like giving all the tea of like how everything was for like basically saying how everything was forced, none of the friendships were real, like all this stuff. And she's better she's better about the whole thing. It just doesn't come off like good. Like it doesn't come off like I don't even Carol, like Carol in the book. I was like, well, like, Carol is bitter too. Like like you sound you sound like annoyed. Like you sound mad, you know what I mean? I don't know. It was, it's such an interesting read. I'm going to give it to you when I'm done. 
And then I really want to read it. Yeah. And then like what I'm gonna do. do Danny Aviva in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> which which like obviously everyone knows like the the leg toss was predetermined and she would be yeah. and she literally was like I knew that I was on the chopping block and I needed to do something and she was like the second I threw that leg I knew that I was done like I knew that that people were gonna say that I was too produced and that I was yeah. fake and she was like but it was the only thing I could think of of like what to do. Um. So we got we get Kristen take like we get we get everyone except Bethany. Kristen. Wh- Okay, that's, like, kind of an... <laughs> well, Bethany, Bethany, when the book came out... And here's the thing with Bethany. Amazing housewife. Incredible housewife. Really bad, like... Person. Personality. <laughs> Person. <laughs> so like, like, so when the book came out, she literally, like, like quote-tweeted the book and, like, added Andy, added the author, Dave Quinn, who does all the housewife stuff for people, and was yeah. like, how dare you do this and try and build off the backs of women fighting and how dare you like de- like uh demonize women like this i will not be reading that's why i didn't participate and i was like honey you were on the show for nine yeah. seasons yeah like what what show were you on yeah you were the one who de- you're she the- was the one who was demonizing everybody <laughs> exactly so we don't get any bethany um but I will say, so what? So what's great about it is, um, and what you can do once I give it to you, is that you can just skip any of the franchise. Like, I'm probably going to skip DC because I never, I, I have never been able to, yeah. to, to see it. So, like, I don't really care. I'll probably skip, like, some of Miami because I just, like, don't really care. Yeah. And then I'll probably skip, like, the, it ends with Dallas because Salt Lake wasn't, wasn't out, like, at the time. That, like, I feel like they'll do, book. like, another version. Yeah, so Dave Quinn has, like, been, like, I want to do like a spin-off and I want to do one that's like about below deck and I want to do oh, and, cool. and he was like and I want to do one that's like about like married to medicine and Vanderpump rules and southern charm summer house and summer, summer house, house. <laughs> yeah um but no the book is so good. like I literally can't put it down like it's so and I and I'm just like oh like I remember this episode and now I want to go back and like rewatch it with these like fresh eyes but anyway the gorgeous Kelly Ben Simone quote scary island she's on there she's talking about jelly beans Al Sharpton Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and um, she talks about how, like, she was a nervous wreck and she threw up the night before coming on the trip. And in the book, it says, like, Sonia says, like, she was such a nervous wreck. Like, she was throwing up, like, the whole time, like, on the plane, blah, 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 blah. And the next quote is Kelly Beth <laughs> being like, why would I throw up when I just got my gorgeous hair done? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? True. Yeah. I'm also like, you literally... Okay. Um, and then when it got not to... Not cheek. Not cheek. That was so funny. It's so... I truly had to put the book down when she said the gorgeous hair quote. One, because I read it in your in your voice. <laughs> Where it was like, why would I throw up when I just got my gorgeous hair done? <laughs> Maybe I am Kelly Ben Simone. You are not Kelly Ben Simone. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'll give it to you when I'm done. I'm on Atlanta now. Um, we, there's no Nini. Nini didn't, didn't be, wasn't interviewed. Um, okay, that's Tin, sad Tin, to me. Tinsley wasn't interviewed. I, I could hear her there without Tinsley. That's fine. We, we have Dorinda though, right? We have Dorinda. Okay, good, good, yep. good, good, good. And Dorinda, honestly, um, so insightful about like, like what it is to be a housewife. Yes. Like, like she gets it. She is an alter. She has, she knows what she, like, Yes. My whole thing is I'm like, I don't know if we need to bring her back. I'm excited to see her, Dorinda, on this, whatever, 2.0, like, 
whatever girls trip yeah. thing girls trip goes north um like goes north. don't they go to the berkshires yes they do oh there's um, no brandy no brandy oh i'm not i'm not at beverly hills yet oh right. brandy glanville is definitely, she's definitely talking she's talking this girl's never not. He probably didn't even need to interview her. Probably just could have took clips from her podcast or something. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's it's Atlanta and then it's Jersey and then it's Beverly Hills. So those are the like I'm gonna get through those three and then I'll. Just... I'm excited for Jersey now that I'm, guys. Oh, I don't did I t- yes. last time we watched was I full done with Jersey? Yes. Oh yeah. Well, I'm full done with Jersey. It was gorgeous, guys. So. Um, let's talk Summer House. Real. Yes. Okay. Really... So Summer House is back. Um. So good. Like. It's so good. Like, I'm, like, getting emotional thinking about it. Like, it's literally on right now, like, the newest episode. Um, But I'll just watch it tomorrow anyway. That was the plan. Um, But, like, I just feel, like, so, like, I feel like, well, I think that there's, like, these people are our age for the most part. Yes. They're older. Yes. We're younger than most of them. But, um. I, like, follow a lot of them on Instagram, so I, like, see them on their day-to-day lives, and, like, I just feel like I know them, so I feel like when I'm, I'm just, I feel like I'm watching my friends on TV. It's, like, so horny as usual. It is, like, basically, it's their largest cast they've ever had. Yeah. There are so many people in this house. Yeah. Um, Like, this is, so we know that Miss Page is dating, uh, not Carl, oh my God. Craig. Um. Uh, why can't I think of Craig. it? Craig, 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 Craig. Craig Sorry, Craig. I didn't hear you say that. Craig from Southern Charm, which I kind of love. I love Craig. And I've always loved Craig. Yeah. So like we when we watched Winter House, like we still knew that they were dating IRL. Right. But not. But she was with like, and- Andrea. Yes. So that's like where we are. Basically, we learn that Paige and Andrea like kind of hung out a lot right as soon as they got back from their the Winter House. Yes. And then they kind of just like fizzled out basically. Yeah. Um. So she and she does address that she has been like seeing Craig too, but it's like right. kind of an open thing. Right. I just love Paige being like this and so fun. Me like, too. She I Hannah, always like, Hannah had to leave for Paige to shine. Yes, I agree. And I always like Paige, but but then I also the, the reason is because she always had the boyfriend. Yes. So I think that she was like a little bit more reserved. Yes. And then she had Hannah who kind of also brought her. Not down, but at some times, Just, yeah. like, overshadowed her. Yes. Um, but, so we get a lot. So Kyle and Amanda, we know they are married IRL. Right. I follow, like, I follow Amanda on Instagram, so I, like, see her, them doing their stuff all the time. Um, so, but we're getting, this is right before they're getting married. They're getting married in, like, this is the beginning of the summer. They're getting married in September. Right. Um, literally the first night in the house. There's so much drama. Everyone comes home. Kyle stays out. It, And then she calls her him like 45 times and he doesn't answer. Yeah. And I, okay, I want to get your opinion on this because okay. I think she's justified. Oh, I thought she was absolutely justified. Okay, good, good. Okay. Because, because um, I don't think, I don't think that the calling was like calling to be annoying, I think she was, like, worried. Concerned. I agree. Like, yeah. I, like I, I, thought, I, I literally I, thought she was concerned. I think she thought, like, something happened. Yes. I agree. Because, like, production wasn't there anymore. Like. Yeah, we didn't see Kyle until he 
came home. Right. So I so I genuinely think that she was calling and calling and calling because she was so nervous that something like legitimately happened to him. Yeah, and, that, and so basically the the story behind this is like he Kyle had cheated on Amanda one time before right. and his like his excuse and I not even saying it's an excuse, I think it's the truth. Yeah, I think it's he true. gets so drunk, he's like almost a forty year old man and gets yeah. so drunk and black when he blacks out, he like blacks out. Yeah. And that's when he he said, I don't even remember doing it at yeah. all. Which is like that's so funny. Like that sucks that you like literally cheated on someone you don't even remember. Yeah. I mean, not really, but I was like I will like, say that that so she, that's why she was that's why she was the more that's why she was like it's a trigger to me basically yeah. him not answering and I was like she's justified absolutely yeah. team Amanda on that one um I will say that that Paige and Sierra being like it's very concerning that you have like a contract like in place being like yeah if you get too drunk and the wedding falls through that like you have to pay my parents back like that. To I mean, me I think is, it's like, smart, but I also agree with them to say like, yeah, I think that is an issue. <laughs> yeah, it's such an issue. Because no offense, like after they get married, like yeah, whatever, you could have a prenup, whatever. But like, you're also like, can't just be like, okay, like you get too drunk too much, we get a divorce. Right. Like, it's it's very concerning to me. Um, but I thought it was an amazing premiere. I thought Carl looks so good. <laughs> Carl looks so good. Carl is like really, ugh, love him. Yeah. Um, bringing the light. He is six months sober when they're filming this. Incredible. Um, we're getting Lindsay bringing it every time, even every though it's time. like literally like she couldn't help it. it. Like this is not something like she did for TV or no, caused it the was butt. Like, like she her just had something legit, like real she, life. Yeah, which real life happened to her. Which um, I commend her for even talking about it. Talking on, about it. On I agree. Camera. I agree um danielle danielle looks gorgeous love that she's living with robert her chef oh yeah i and my whole thing is like i think i i just love that for her i also follow her on instagram and like she she like they just moved into a new place and i love that for them and i just love them together yeah i i also love them together and it's just like um there used to be like a really big time when we were like calling for Danielle to be off the show, and now I'm just like I love Danielle. Like I like she like has like like a real down to earth like style yes. about her, and yes. I'm so curious to see like what the fuck happens where like her and Sierra are like throwing wine on each other. No, I think it is going to be something Lindsay versus Sierra over Austin, and. Uh... Danielle is being the voice of reason and she's literally like you guys are fighting over like fighting each other when it's really him like you guys should be mad at this dude okay like, and then I think somehow that's what happened that was what from what I saw that's okay what I think is it. so do you think Wes was supposed or Jason Jason um was supposed to be in the summer house and then this stuff happened and and like him her, him and Lindsay were like no like we should potentially like, do this. yeah yeah, I think uh, I think potentially I also follow him on Instagram and he like posted that about he was watching it. Yeah. And this was before I watched the episode. Yeah. So I was like, e. Um, but I potentially I I don't know though. And Luke, but, Luke, but also, Luke like, wasn't Julia, even there. Julia didn't come back. Like yeah, I, which other... I'm surprised. Well, the other girl I find to be Gabby, I find her yeah. to be extremely boring. Yeah, and, like, we don't have Luke back yet. No, so he's coming. Who knows? Jason might come back for, like, a weekend. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Yeah. I liked Jason, so. And, I'm, and I'm interested and from, to know more about Alex. Is that our new guy? That's our new guy. And and uh, Maya, the chef, the baker. Yes, 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 yes. The, She's Paige's friend. Yeah, so this is, like, what we 
talked about off mic, which it's very hard in the first couple episodes to, like, see these new people try and, like, acclimate to the group without it coming across as, like, overly thirsty. Yes. And, like, and being, like, well, I'm coming in to, like, stir shit up because I want yeah. camera time. Like, like it's, like, you are literally coming into a group of friends who have been together for six, almost six years. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's very difficult as a new cast member to, like, come in like that. Yeah. Um, but I, so far I like them. I mean, the, the turkey meat to me was disturbing. <laughs> um, but, but I do find him very attractive. He seems, yes. he seems nice. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you guys now, if you are not, if you like Bravo, if you like any of that, kind, not even just Bravo, if you like, this is like, not like, don't think of it as a housewife. Like this no. is the young, this is the young part of Bravo. Um, this is the new Vanderpump rules. Yes. Um, couldn't say it any better because literally that shit is trash. My coworker told me because I watched like three episodes of this new season for Vanderpump and then didn't watch any more. Yeah. And my coworker literally told me the whole season finale and I was like, that was the season. That was yeah. what they did for the season finale. Literally nothing happened. Yeah. Um, but I just say give it a chance. Watch from season three. Don't even give season one and two a chance. I would say go back, watch it later. It's history. <laughs> but if you want to catch up and it is history. I know. I know. It gives you, uh, honestly, it gives you a, like, if it gives you a background on anyone, it gives you a background on Carl. And Kyle and and Kyle and Amanda. Yeah, a little, but I think, I think from watching it from the start, I, you really appreciate how much Carl has grown. Yeah, I agree. I think as a person. I agree. Um, so definitely go back, but like for the funds to know who all the cat, the people are to know the players go from season three. Yes, absolutely. Season three. Um, I think that was gorgeous. That was beautiful. That was a good little Bravo catch up. Um, yeah. So real quick, let me just about cheer. What about cheer? Yeah, just chit chat about cheer. So, did you finish? I did not finish. What? But I, but I've, I like. You know that you know the outcome. I know the outcome. Okay, good. Yeah, I knew the outcome literally when I watched the first episode because I stopped everyone on Instagram and I saw. Yeah. Um, um. But really, the really the outcome is not like the main the thing that like people that why people are watching right like they're watching because they want to see how the jerry stuff no i mean i don't really think they get okay so like i don't really think so no no because literally how it's structured because of the because the last season we ever watched was 2019 right. and then 2020 they're getting ready they're they think they're gonna go they really think they're going to daytona they're right. they, there's it's they're prepping all to daytona right. so like jerry's there like like everybody's there like you've seen those yeah. episodes like yes it's like basically the also old i love brooke what i love brooke the girl who didn't make matt for daytona 2020 and oh she, yeah and the one who's like mom like they live in an apartment yeah. and stuff like that oh yeah. yeah she was cute um but like so we're, we have like 2021 and then i mean 2020 right and then like world shuts down coronavirus and then we get 2021 which is like Half the team is gone. Like half the players that we knew. Yeah. The old ever so it's a basically a full new team. None of them have ever been on the band shell, uh-huh. which is literally the been to Daytona, been on the band shell, which is like I've never heard them say it before. And then this season they're just like band shell, band shell, band shell. Uh-huh. And um the only people who come back are like Gabby. Ladarius comes back, but not for forever. Do we ever find out what actually went down? Yes. The final okay. episode, you get some, um, like, heartwarming stuff. But then basically okay. Monica's in 
um, Dancing with the, the Stars. The stars. <laughs> there's like, there's a new quote. My one thing I will say, okay, like just watch it. Obviously, I think it's it's I really good. I think for anything, it's just incredible to watch th- them be athletes. Yeah, I will say like, it gives it gives me anxiety sometimes. Yeah, a little bit too. But then I'm like, this is so cool. Yeah, like this is so awesome. Yeah, like that we as humans can not me, but them they could you do this right. with their bodies. <laughs> them as humans. Them as humans like can do that with their bodies. Like they can like be thrown up like that. Yeah. Like not th- like you know be thrown up in the air like that. Like and like whatever. And I think everyone like watches it and we're all like, wow, like it could have been me. Um, <laughs> I, never, I, mean, I never was a cheerleader, guys, but like I just like watch it and I'm like in my shower. I'm like, maybe I could do some cheerleaders. Um, I do have, I mean, we've talked about this too. Uh, several questions about how people are allowed to stay on the team. Yeah, that's my one thing because it's like people keep coming back and they come right. back like not at the start of the semester. They come back like in the middle. <laughs> Three like like in March they come yeah. back and then they have one month of practice and then they so I'm like confused a confusion on yeah, how that's about, about it yeah yeah so but ba- but basically what I like about this season what I like about what you did which I didn't think they had that we're gonna do right but it makes the most sense like it being a college like you can't just focus on the Lexis the Morgans the right. the Gabbies every year because they're not there they're not there yeah well so you would think. So you would think. I mean, I don't know. Gabby might never leave. Um, <laughs> Gabby's like, um, no, I'm still, I'm still taking classes, guys. <laughs> I'm working for that associate, she says. Um, and then, but like, I, they focus a lot on Trinity Valley, which I was yeah. obsessed with. I love them. The gay and the straight. <laughs> what? The gay and the straight. The gay and the straight. Basically, the straight is Trinity Valley, Valley, and then. The gay is Navarro. Um, it's so funny when they said that. Um, and then, but like just seeing them as a team, and then seeing them like kind of like triumph and like really push the limits of what they've done bef- before, yeah. and getting their perspective instead of getting all the Navarro perspective, but also getting like the perspective of all the different like teammates. Like the girl, I don't who's the girl that you said, Lexi. What's her name? Not Lexi. Gabby. What's, um, Gab. No, no, no. The one who didn't make Matt. Oh, Brooke. Brooke so like getting her perspective yeah well that's what like that's what I that's what I liked about the early episodes was that it it was about cheer and it was about that but it really was about like fame and like how these people like Jerry's Ladarius Morgan like Monica how these people were literally literally catapulted into Mm -hmm. into fame and then you have all these other people that are just as important to the team that just weren't on the show yeah. And like how they like view the the cheer people and like the fame of cheer was so interesting to me. But okay, but I will say it is interesting because the one person who is like not complaining who they interview about it is who's that new girl, the girl that's in the front now. Who's the flyer? Cassidy? No. Uh she's Maddie? Uh, I don't I don't know Maddie, what Maddie. Maddie is the one who in the beginning cuz this is 2020 season, right. the show had just aired. She had isn't wasn't really featured. Didn't get the or she's new. Like didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. get the thing like that. But she, this season she is the star. Yeah, like it is about her. Yeah, it is all about her. Yeah, as it should be. I think she's a great like performer, a great athlete. I think she's a great like when you watch it, she's a great teammate. Yeah. Um, but like it is interesting to watch that. So just quickly comment, and then we can move on because we've been t- chatting for so long. Okay. Um, 
on the Jerry stuff. Yeah. It really is. I think they did a good job being like the first you watch it, the first literal second of it. They're talking about. Uh-huh. Well, Monica's they're like, oh, so many things, which they could be talking about the pandemic. They could be talking about Jerry. I think they're talking about everything in yeah. general. Yeah. Um, And then they go into like the Jerry stuff. But then for the first like full Four. half when it is yeah. 2020, you're seeing a lot of Jerry. They're not we're not getting like not getting heads interviews. Of Jerry. Yeah. We're not getting interviews. We're you're not. You're definitely not getting as much as you no, would have. No, 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 no. But we're getting. They're not cherry pie cutting him out. No, but but not. you, but you, absolutely know that they like filmed so much Jerry stuff. In, oh yeah, in, for in, sure. In 2020. Oh, for sure. But then, did you get to the where they have the whole episode about the entire yes. thing? So yeah. So and then I think which I thought was important. a really well done episode. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I was like, they really handled it really, like, I don't know, they did it really well. I was really surprised that the two kids who, yeah, like... Yeah, shout out like, to them. Honestly, so brave. Yeah, literally. And, um, yeah, so, like, that, and then they had their, his, their, those kids' lawyers mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I thought it was, do- that was done really well, but then they, we, we don't really talk about yeah. it again, which, which I think was good like yeah. i don't think that the whole entire season they needed to really it's not talk a tr- about every it's not a true episode. crime show exactly i think we gave a le- legit full ass episode mm-hmm. everybody got to talk every person mm-hmm. who wanted who knew jerry who mm-hmm. got wanted to talk about it got to talk about it yeah and i think that that was important yeah um and uh, he's still like he's like literally not allowed out of jail because they said he's like a threat mm-hmm. well not a threat but like high yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He, yeah. Like a yep. High risk to offend again, basically. That's what yeah. they said. Yeah. It's it's wild, especially like yeah. because of like the fame that Jerry got. Like yeah, he was the most famous the one. Most, out. He went to the fucking Gabby, Oscars, Gabby guys. Was Gabby Butler was already famous? Yeah, he went to the like, Oscars. She, like like he got to interview he, yeah, people on the red a, carpet. He was in, uh, on yes, he was E right. No, he was for Ellen. Ellen. Oh, but yes, like okay. but like. People like like people were like going up to him, being like Jerry, like like celebrities, like yeah. that saw him on the carpet were going up, being like, "Oh my God, Jerry!" Like, and then he, but then he got so many brand deals. He was uh-huh. doing commercials. He's yeah. doing everything. Like, yeah, it is. It's it's wild. Um, but no, I am really liking Cheer. I liked the first season. I just, I just, I just honestly, I've I have so many other things that I that I'm trying to keep up with and watch. So I cheered the last. I think I'm. Uh, <clears throat> I think I'm literally on episode seven, so I'm almost done. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're almost there. So, but yeah. Whatever, guys. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's so good. I love it. Oh. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's pivot now. Wow. This episode's going to be long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said last week, you said some. maybe these episodes will be long. Um, but honestly, I feel like the beer in the movie might be a little short. Yeah, I agree. Um, but let's move on. So we are continuing all about Hollywood. And we are doing 2006s for your consideration. Um, yes, and so it is paired with um, The Big Salad, which is a triple IPA, like we had mentioned at the top. Um, it is from Burley Oak Brewing Company in Berlin, Maryland. So um, just a little bit backstory behind this. Um, Mike and I went to visit Sam. Um, Friend of the pod. Who- Friend of the pod, um, reoccurring guest. Yeah, fan favorite. Um, what? Fan favorite. Fan favorite. Um, 
who lives in Maryland, and this brewery is kind of close to where she lives. So we went here, had ourselves a grand old time. So we thought we'd bring back this beer. So and I had this beer while I was there. I was loving it. I thought it was so good. Obviously, you heard the top. It's not Mike's favorite. We'll see how he feels about it now. I still don't like it. (laughs) So as I said, it's a triple IPA. It is 9.8%. So again, hefty. The IBUs are only 28, which means it's not too bitter. Disagree. Um, Okay, so... um, so it's in their collabor- it's in a collaboration with their friends, The Answer, which Mike had looked up, and it's like a brew pub in um, Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the triple IPA is hopped generously with Strata, Galaxy, Nielsen, Mosaic, Vic Secret, El Dorado, and Simcoe, providing notes of passion fruit pineapple um, in an incredible, smooth, and full-body beer. Um, so we have a few reviews for this. Not much. They're on Untapped again. It's it's our little bitty baby, like couple of word. Wait, hold on. Uh, Did you look up what what the big salad was? No. It's a Seinfeld episode. That's what it's named after. Oh, oh, wait. Yes, I knew that this was it because yes, I thought you were asking me about if I looked up what the the answer was. No. Oh, I knew that it was a big salad. It's like, doesn't Elaine say something about getting a big salad? Yeah, so the episode, it's the 88th episode. It aired on September 29th, 1994. And it's an episode that focuses on George becoming irritated when he doesn't receive thanks for buying Elaine a salad. <laughs> yes, um, and the if you look at the outside of this, it looks like Seinfeld. Right. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, so, about, so again, going uh, back to our reviews here. It all ties into Hollywood. Oh my God, Hollywood! <laughs> I didn't even think about it, but um, okay. It's my favorite reoccurring bit on the thing when I'm like, oh, and it ties into the movie because that's when you're like, oh yeah, I didn't even realize. <laughs> okay, um, so let's see here. Okay, I got a full. Oh, it's pretty, pretty decent ratings on here. Oh. So we're on tap, on untapped. So you know that it's little bitty baby um, thing. So Todd, he drank this on the twenty third, so yesterday, and he said this is really great. So out of five stars, <laughs> no, come on, come on. <laughs> I only have so much to work with on untapped. So what do you think it is? A four point three. It's five stars. <laughs> oh, my God. Ridiculous. Okay. Um, let's see another one. Okay. So, this is Rich W. Um, he drank it on the 22nd, um, so Saturday. And he said, it's an okay triple. Um, has a bitter back end. Pretty drinkable for the ABV, so the, how high of alcohol it is. Floral front. Decent beer. So out of five, what do you think that is? I definitely feel like I maybe get like floral, like especially when I'm smelling yeah. it. Yeah. Um, what do I think that is? I think it's a four point four. No, it is a three flat. Hmm. All right, let's see if we can get one more. We might not be able to. I thought I saw another one. Hold on. Side note: Did you finish Yellow Jackets? Did you watch all of it? Okay, no, because the streaming app like was not working with my Chrome. Oh, sorry. So literally every time I every 15 minutes it made me get out of the app and made the Chrome reset and then I had to go back and watch it and then I was watching it on my phone and then I couldn't do things while I was watching it on my phone. So 
Um, I watched, I think I'm two episodes in. Gotcha. So we'll talk about Yellow Jackets next time. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, that's that's all the reviews I can get us right now. Okay. Um, but, so on Untapped, uh-huh. out of five, what do you think the rating is? Uh, We've you, got 345 ratings. I feel like it's probably a 4.7. It's a 4.25. Oh, wow. Okay. That's still really high. I would not yeah. rate this high. I okay, mean, well, I think you're wrong. You, honestly, I love yeah, this. Yeah, you really I, love like, it. I love this beer. I, yeah, love, I love this it. beer. Did you have this when we were there live? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Vin got it first, I think. Yeah. Or Sam. One of no, them got Sam, it first. Sam got it first. And then I said, I absolutely need to have this. And then I got it maybe two more times. Right. And that's why we were up to 3 a.m. chatting because oh, I drink these 9.8% so, beers. This makes so much more sense now. <laughs> this, okay, this, this Also, computes. Sam made us drink Bailey's. She made us a Bailey's drink. Do you remember that? I did not have it. I had a lover okay. boy. Well. <laughs> Do you ever drink Bailey's from a shoe? Um, okay. Harley. 2006. Yeah. Yes. For your consideration. Which I thought this movie was from like 1982. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's what the cover of it looks like. Well, all, so this is done by a guy named Christopher Guest, who is married to Jamie Lee Curtis. He is a British comedian, and his style of filmmaking is all like mockumentary. And he has yeah. this this same repertoire of people. So Catherine O'Hara, Eugene Levy, Jennifer Coolidge, like all, the, Jane, Jane Lynch, like Parker Posey all these people that he works with on every movie and he do, he has done like waiting for guffman this is spinal tap um best in show which i think you would actually really love best in show um because it's about wait i've heard of that it's Isn't about it... dog dogs like, dog yeah. like dog competitor like dog competitions and, and like I... their owners wait i think i watched best in show actually yeah you probably have it's really yeah. good it's very funny but this is his style of comedy is this mockumentary type of satire yeah um so what is the score on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, I know it's like a 53 because I looked it up. Yes, it's a 52. <laughs> okay. So this is one of his lower ones. Um, as the object of satire gets bigger and jokes become thinner and Christopher Guest isn't as droll, um, isn't as droll and insightful here than when he was lampooning smaller subjects. So I, they basically are saying that it, it, the the satire doesn't work. It's too big for, for what he's trying to do. Um, some trivia for you. As is with all Christopher Guest films, very little of the movie has a detailed script. Guest generally writes an outline so the actors know what needs to happen in the scene, does a maximum of of two or three takes, and no rehearsals prior to filming. Wow. Um. Well, they are all, most of the people are, like, from an improv background, right? Right. Yep. Uh, Purim is a Jewish festival celebrating the victory over the attempted genocide described in the biblical book of Esther. It is normally celebrated with costume parties and filled cookies for children and festive beverages for adults. Yep. There you go. Um, Let's see, what else? That's like really it. Um, For Your Consideration features a cameo by John Krasinski, known as Jim Halpert on on the sitcom The Office. British comedian Ricky Gervais was on the British version of The Office. Love that. So, I did notice I did notice Jim being there, and I was, like, confused. Didn't think he was going to be there. Also, also I will Sandra say, the guy, who is, the guy who is the parking guy is in The League, which I've watched with okay. Vin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, also, 
Casey Wilson. Casey Wilson and also Jessica St. Clair is the hula hoop, uh, the hula ball. Oh my god, yes, yes. Lady. <laughs> um, and of course, Sandra Oh, who, uh, just beautiful. And, yeah. I mean, she doesn't have a lot to do, but. No, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, Harley, what did you think of For Your Consideration? Um, I thought it was weird. Uh huh. Um, Catherine O'Hara made me feel uncomfortable most of the time. Oh, really? Um, I thought some parts were funny. I did hee hee. Okay. For some what, parts. What parts did you think were funny? Um, I can't remember what exactly what they were. Okay. I liked the main guy, Victor, whatever. Okay. I wanted him to win. Like I wanted, I wanted him to get the role. Okay. Well, so like that's the thing. that's why this movie I think is I, that's why I picked it for for about Hollywood because it's about like the awards circuit. Yes. Um. But also, is that typical where a movie's not even being done? Like it's just filming, and they're like, "Best actor goes to this person." Yeah, and I can give you a perfect example. There's this Martin Scorsese movie being filmed right now with Leonardo DiCaprio called "Killer of the of the Flower Moon." Uh huh. And it is on the short list to win like Best Picture already. But for and actors, I, uh, well, like I th- I think I think people are like, oh, well, Leo will probably be nominated. You know what I mean? Just because it's Leo and it's Marty. You know what I mean? So th- yeah. for me, for me, a person who like is very much in love with awards season and awards fodder, um, I this movie rings very true to me because it does feel like something that that will and could be reality, especially like the, I didn't know the, that was the case. So I thought it had at least had to be kind of done. The constant like campaigning, also like towards the end of the movie when people are just like going on talk shows and like doing like lunches and stuff like that, like that is like a very true thing, and we are in the middle of it now, like. Case in point, Lady Gaga going on every single interview being like, I embodied the role of Patricia and being like, uh, I don't condone murder, but I do condone uh, women getting revenge or whatever she said. Yeah. <laughs> or being like uh, that that clip that went viral of the round table of like her and Jennifer Hudson and Kirsten Dunst. And she's like, does anybody else ever like drink the prop drink alcohol? The and then you like get drunk off the props. And everyone's like, no. <laughs> um, so, like, I I think that that stuff to me is, like, very funny. I think that, like, I think Catherine O'Hara is great in this movie. <laughs> I especially love... She makes me so uncomfortable. Especially, but then I like, get why she's Moira. Like, I get why she can be Moira from this role. Um, but, like, the ending when she comes out with all the plastic surgery and she can't move her face. Yes, okay. I was like, was her face always like this? Or am I... Did she really get it? Like, isn't that? But I just, I just think that that's like so indicative of because in the in the very beginning she's talking. It's like when housewives go on season two and they come back and they look completely different. Yes, but in the very beginning of the movie, she's talking with the with the makeup artist about like stuff she could do to not look so old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just for to have. But she's also literally playing like an old dying woman. Yes, but did you? I I also picked it because it it shows you the scenes of this alleged oscar movie being filmed yes. and i think that is very funny like i think that like them filming home for Purim is like so yes. so funny yes. and like the the scene of when the director like calls cut who is christopher guest like that is christopher guest oh really yes i didn't know that and he goes up and he's like oh the guy with his tiny glasses yes which i love the tiny glasses <laughs> um goes up and is like oh 
uh, Muriel, who is Catherine O'Hara, she's yeah. like, oh, he's like, oh, I love the way you fainted. But, like, maybe, like, next time you do it and you just, like, give, like, a little noise. And she's, like, a noise. And he's, like, yeah, go. Ugh. Well, he's, she's, like, bring it. He's, like, bring it from your woman or womanhood <laughs> or something. Because I was, like, ew. <laughs> and, uh. and then they, like, cut and they're, like, oh, the kid who who plays the son in Home for Purim. He's, like, oh, let me see you react to it. And he does, like, a big over-the-top reaction. He's, like, no, not an intake of breath. Just, like. Just the eyes. Just, like, big eyes. <laughs> I don't know. I think stuff like that is, like, super funny. I love seeing Parker Posey, like, who I really love and I think is a really good actress, like, act dramatically in that scene. Um, She plays Callie Ward, who's, yes, like, the yes, ingenue. Yes. Um, also, Home for Parham, just, like, genius, like, like fake movie that is being made. It's just, yeah. like, so funny to me. And that that she's coming home and she's like, I'm a lesbian. This <laughs> Lesb- is the woman I love. Mary Pat. Mary Mary Pat Hooligan. <laughs> and then Mary Pat and then the, they have that conversation with, with the actress who is Rachel Harris, um, who plays Mary Pat and yeah. is and she's like, Oh, I, I did- don't think it's coming across, right? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then the, the director's like, Okay, well here's what we'll do. You play this part, you play that part, and yes. you can play this throw part. Out everyone throw out the script. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the little, like, bits of, like, the publicist, um, interviewing, uh, like, the different cast members. I, okay, I laughed when the publicist, like, never knew what the internet was. Yes, that was also good. (laughs) That was, like, funny to me. Um, and I miss, I miss those Hollywood TV shows. I used to watch them every, like, Saturday, Sunday morning when I was a kid of, like, here are the movies being made and here are the movies you should go see and, like, Here's what has, like, awards buzz, and, like, Sally, they were replaced by the internet, but, like... Oh, I thought that was just, like, um, what's it called? Like, ETV. No, there used to be, there used to be, like, specific, like, shows on... Movie ones? Yeah, where, like, it would just be movie news, and then, obviously, like, the Siskel and Ebert of it all, um, when they were talking, like, the two, like, reviewers. I don't uh, know what that is. Siskel and Ebert? No. Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert? Like, no, I like don't know really, that. Really famous movie critics, and they had their own show. That's where the thumbs up, thumbs down was invented. I don't even know what you're talking about. A thumbs up, thumbs down. <sighs> oh my god! Why would I care or know about that? Siskel and Ebert were really famous. I've heard of Robert Ebert. That's Roger. Funny. Roger. Never mind. I don't know if I know him. <laughs> they were really famous, but I know Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> Apparently, there's a podcast all about. The Siegfried and Roy. There's also a and podcast about Siskel and Ebert. There is one? Yes. Oh, is it good? Yes. Because they they worked for two competi- two competing Chicago newspapers, and they were both movie critics, and they did a did a, a show called Siskel, Siskel and Ebert that aired like every weekend. And they went went against each other basically? Well they were like they were just movie critics and like they developed this like weird friendship because they were like competing movie critics. Yeah. And and they would sit, like it literally was them sitting in a movie theater and they'd be like, Oh, the new movies coming out this week are like Spider Man No Way Home and Scream Five and then they would show like clips from the movie and then it would cut to them and they'd be like, Oh, Scream 5. I really loved what they did with the meta commentary, but maybe sometimes it would be this. And then, and then like, Roger would jump in and be like, well, I just think you're all wrong, Gene. Like, I actually think that this movie is bad. And this is why you're wrong. And then, you know, they would they would debate and they would go. And then yeah. at the end, they would give it a thumbs up if they or recommended it or a thumbs down. And that's where the thumbs up, thumbs down for movies come, comes from. 
I, I just thought thumbs up, down, thumbs down comes from I like it, I don't like it, like good or bad. Yes, I thought that was I'm, a general thing. But I'm saying, you know like, what I know thumbs up from <laughs> Facebook. That's like. <laughs> Thank you. Saying. Thank you. I know Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> anyway, they spoofed it in this movie, and also Scream Five was no, great. I get Everyone that. Like, that see was it. not coming. Like I was just like, okay, these two <sighs> men don't like each other. It is. It's very. It's very meta and satirical of Hollywood as an entity. Yeah, but I okay. I get you. You would have to know that to be. But I guess in two thousand six, you would know that. But I also not with love and not to be rude. I just assumed everyone knew Cisco and. No, you're wrong. You're absolutely completely wrong to think that everyone knows that. Have a freaking Gen Zer watch this. They're not going to understand anything that's happening. I guarantee Maddie would get the Cisco and Ebert reference. Okay, because you guys came from a movie household. I guess he also had you as an influence. So. I just so that was my bad. I just thought that that you. Well, I'm would know. I'm like getting you woke to that. That's not normal. <laughs> not normal, but that's like not the norm for everybody's life. And that's and that makes me sad because I think everyone should know. Cisco, he dated he dated Oprah. I love that. I only know that that the same Stanford is that who dates? No, what's the guy who uh, dates? Sted, Sedman. Sedman. Yeah. Sedman. And, okay. Yeah. Um, and they have a lot of what's it called? Not poodles. What I don't kind know. of dog? I don't what? know. I don't. I, that that is a, a cocker spaniel. I, I don't. They have some sort of dog. Um, did you like Jennifer Coolidge in this? Yeah, she's just as kooky no matter what she does. Yeah, she really the is. wig was so bad, but I know it's supposed to be that way. Yes. Um, I love when they're doing the posters and they're showing them the different posters that they could do home for Purim. Oh, and she's like, oh, the balloons. I like all the colors. I also have been to parties where I've seen people's heads on balloons. <laughs> yes. And then her assistant's like, I like that. that. that that's laugh. a party I want to go to. Yeah. He was actually funny. He, like, was, he funny. was the funniest one. He was funny. Especially when she was like, oh, go go, um, get Jay for me. And he, and he was like, oh, is Jay the director? Okay, tell me how I'm so right that I know that Oprah Winfrey is Cocker Spaniel. That's good. You didn't know who Siskel or Ebert were. And I didn't even know what her husband, or her not husband, I don't even know if they're married. I think they're just partners. Yeah, but I don't even know what his name is, but I know that Oprah is Cocker Spaniel's baby. Bam, bam. And she has a New York Times room. I love that for her. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that the movie's just funny. Like, I think that that it pokes fun at, at Hollywood. I think it specifically pokes fun at the awards season and the awards stuff, which is stuff that I really like. Um, yeah, and I thought it was easy watching. It's quick. It's easy breezy. Yes. I mean, that's all Christopher Guest films are, like, satirical like this. Yeah. It's really hard to do satire. Um, I mean, I think, like, Don't Look Up is probably, like, the most recent satire. It, yes. It didn't yeah. completely work for me. I personally did not love that movie. Um, I, I didn't mind it. I thought, I thought it worked. I thought it could have been shorter. I thought that the satire just didn't. It. I thought the satire just what it didn't land for me. Um, I thought it was a good Leo performance, but Leo is also great in everything. Um, yeah. Also good Kate Blanchett performance. Yeah. Also like Jennifer. Why can't I think of her? Lawrence. Lawrence. I know she didn't choose the bangs. Oh, we had to we had to do something else about the bangs. Well, those are the same the same fringe bangs that Courtney Cox has in Scream Three. Oh God, they're just it wasn't didn't work. It did not work. I will say I loved Meryl in this too. I mean, um, don't look up. I mean, you don't think she was fun? I thought I didn't. I didn't like the movie. I didn't think the movie was good. 
So I just Oh, but I liked seeing Meryl like that was like a different way. Like I feel like I haven't seen Meryl like that. <laughs> um I did like seeing Meryl um say that she liked Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I I liked that Meryl. Um I don't know. I like this movie. Uh I like that at the end uh none of them get nominated um except except, except for, for, the, for the for the brother. The brother. Um who like was the one who was like I don't care about any of this. Yeah. Um and I like that they go to to Meryl's house uh or Muriel's house, sorry. Uh Meryl would never know what it's like to not be nominated. Exactly. Um they go to Muriel's house and she's just like outside like dumping all, all and of And then she's the... like, "Come in. I got a lot of food." Come got... inside. She's like, "I'm going to France. Everyone everyone <laughs> who goes to France gets nominated." Um yeah, no, I like I I I like the cast. I think that it's I think that it like you said it's easy breezy, beautiful. Um, moves really fast and it's just like a, a good uh, I don't know I think it's a good movie yeah I liked it I it's would watch it again it's definitely like more about the behind the scenes of Hollywood than La La Land was like La La Land is about oh, like, yeah. like dreaming about being in Hollywood and dreaming yeah. about Hollywood and this is like the behind the scenes studio which I also I anytime you can I get to see a back lot of a studio I'm like happy I love that for you um, is there anything else? We spent <laughs> most of the time talking about pop culture stuff. And that's fine. We needed a catch-up. We needed yeah. a catch-up. And also catch up. because I just know that next week ep- next week's episode is going to be so long, probably because the movie is so long. Which movie is it? What are we doing? We're doing The Aviator. Oh, but I love that movie. So I just, I just know that we're going to have so much to talk about because that movie is so long. I love that movie. I love that film. Love that film. It's not even a movie. It's a film. Harley Harley um, gives it a thumbs, thumbs up. up. Thumbs up. <laughs> That's what I want for you. I want you to be able to say thumbs up, thumbs down to movies. Um. Yeah, no, I think that's pretty much it for us. Okay, so... Wait, we got two rankings? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Let's start with the beer. Um, I don't like this beer at all. Um, I would never probably drink this again. I'm going to give it a... 2.5. I'm giving it a 4.8. Wow. I love this beer. Wow. That's so crazy. I love the big salad. That's so crazy. Uh, I'm so sorry that I tanked this for you. My apologies. Um, the average for the big salad is a 3.65. You really pulled it up. I did pull it up. You really pulled it up. I'm here carrying all the weight. <laughs> I give this beer thumbs down. <laughs> um, okay. What are you going to give for your consideration? I'm going to give it a 3.3. 3. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 3. Gorgeous. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I think it's, it's fine. I think fine. it's I think it's fine. And I think it's fun. I like I I enjoy it's it when fun I'm watching and it. It's fun. Okay, three point one five is the average. Okay. So, um, not as high as Lava Land. You rated for your consideration higher than Lava Land, though. Wow. So. Hmm. Okay. How much? How much higher? Uh, point three. You gave Lava Land a three. Did you Lava Land a three? Yeah. Okay. I guess that's how I was feeling. <laughs> You hadn't seen this movie yet. <laughs> uh, but I also it. don't think this movie is that bad. 
God, are you gonna? I think I will watch this movie again before I will watch La La Land. Okay, interesting. That's interesting to me. Um, is the Aviator gonna be the one that breaks the 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 Star Is Born highest rate highest rated? Who knows? No, <laughs> it's no. <laughs> Why couldn't you just tease it out? <laughs> I love this film, but it's not probably. I'm just saying. I don't know. Who knows? I might be so enthralled next week that it is tens across the board, but. I don't really think we're getting there. I don't think we're getting there. When was the last time you watched Star is Born? I was living in this apartment so less than a year ago. Oh, okay. I, was, is, I feel like it's almost time to watch it again. Oh, to rewatch again? Yes, absolutely. I feel, I like it's, feel like it's time. It's like my Valentine's Day movie. Actually, <laughs> I think I watched it like on Valentine's Day. Like, Everyone watches The Notebook. You watch a star. I watch <laughs> It's a love story. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls watch a star is born on Valentine's Day. I'm not even going to be here on Valentine's Day, but... But if you were... If I were. But you are going to play Shallow on Valentine's Day. Oh, absolutely. That's on my vacation playlist. Gorgeous. Remix version, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Is there anything else that you want to say? We're doing The Aviator next week. We already said it. Um... And... I love it. I can't wait to see Leo pee in all those milk bottles. My favorite part. <laughs> also, also, this is it has a Salt Lake City connection. I love that because it was um who was it? It was Heather Gay's husband's uncle that Howard Hughes that drove Howard Hughes around, and then and then when Howard Hughes died, he gave him money. Yes. Okay. You remember this? No, I don't. Not at all. <laughs> Just like my pioneer ancestors, <laughs> I'm peeing. <laughs> I'm peeing in milk cartons too. <laughs> Not carton. Whatever. They're bottles. Jugs. Jugs. They're bottles. Bottles. Not even jugs. Um, no, I think that's it. So, as you guys know, we'll see you again, not next week, but the week after. Um, so, in February. Um, thanks for listening. Again, we're continuing this month of Hollywood movies. Maybe we'll spin the wheel next week, or do you want to spin it? So, spin it the final week. We can spin it next week. Yeah, we'll spend it next week yeah. just so we know what's going on. We have more time to work on ourselves. Um, For me to pick the movies. To pick the movies, a.k.a. work on ourselves. <laughs> um, other than that, um, thanks for listening, guys. Please rate and subscribe. Give the Thumbs buttons. up it. Again, we said last time, Spotify, you can now um, rate um, the podcast. I'm just saying I haven't seen any of you people rate it. Someone else has. Our, one of our new fans shout them out it is bottled up bitches um our new pod friends and they gave us a rate so if you're a listener please go on spotify apple music wherever you listen to the podcast just give us the five stars 4.5 whatever you're feeling however you're feeling today um and that's it other than that have a great life until we are in your ears again <laughs> cheers <laughs>